they've been waiting for you. They've been waiting for you. Persuade your husband he should stay at our disposal for today. Take down everything we say. About the new school bus assistants up in charge. Of even seven sleeping children in the seats in the trends. Induced by air conditioning. This week's episode of Where's My Burrito with me, Christian Torres, my co-host, Max McCarty. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Such a gracious fucking hello from a co-host. Do you give a fuck about this show anymore? I just want to know. I just, I'm just trying to stay humble, you know, <laughs> trying to make my family proud. Yeah, man. You and know, because you- in, in, in Italy, Italia, <laughs> a quarter of which I am from. If that sentence makes sense. The worst quarter. Um, yeah, continue. They say, and you've actually been to Italy, so maybe you can confirm this. <laughs> they say that burping is like uh, a sign of respect to the that's, chef. That's China, man. Or maybe it's Italy, too. Maybe it's a <laughs> multicultural thing, man. I don't know. But I've heard I mean, that about Chinese cuisine and like uh, Asian cuisine in general. Yeah, that, that's you burp loudly, and the chef goes, you're welcome. Yeah, he like comes out of the little fucking. Uh, he he, does, he does a little hand gesture. Hey, he curtsies and uh, you we want some more? Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, that that for me is a sign of respect to our pod listening audience. Yeah, that, you know what? I'm honoring my heritage. And I'm <laughs> honoring you, listeners, for coming back week over week. Uh, that's all I got. All right. Well, th- thank you. It was rousing. I think the troops are aptly fucking inspired now and, e- and everything will go to plan. Listen, dude, you made me say China because you're ignorant as fuck about geography and history and you attributed Italy for burping and that's fine. Okay. But China kind of brings me to the thing I wanted to talk to you about, which is like uh, different types of human species, man. Right. Human species. What are we? What are we technically? We're the Homo sapiens, right? Homo sapiens. Okay. Neanderthals fucked around when we were around too, right? We were coexisting. We, on the we same were plane. co-mingling uh, sometimes in the same areas. How was that? At you the think? same time. Well, it was well, not good. <laughs> it might have been. It might have been great. It uh, might have been like you know a fucking just nonstop orgy, or it might have been like we killed and ate them. Yeah, well, that's my point. Like, yeah. where do they go? Is my question. <laughs> like, did the human, did Homo sapien figure out how to fucking use tools or some shit? Like, they figured out how to fuck with people, and then the mm-hmm. Neanderthals just didn't. Because it's one of those things where, like, if you look at it on the on the long line of history, like Neanderthals are there, they're there, and they're they're just gone one day. Like, it's a it's rather abrupt, man. Yeah. Well, like Neanderthals were just like fucked up looking people. Like, if you look up what they looked like, uh, they they just looked a little bit more uh, fucked up than we did. They had rounder um, faces and stuff yeah they, they you know they looked more like chimpanzee like um in their features or whatever pull up a picture you use google everybody on the planet you can figure it out um but the point <laughs> is uh there there are many theories about like what happened to the neanderthals but all of them almost all of them involve homo sapiens either inter uh breeding with them mm-hmm. and then breeding them out through like a process of selection or uh killing them and or eating them the systematic rape and uh murder and then Mm -hmm. consumption and then rape again yeah which is a which is a wonderful testament to uh you know the human species that's how we got our start y'all like there was no place to go but but up from that moment Mm -hmm. and i think we mostly have but we haven't yeah well red the 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 red cave deer people of china or it was a subspecies of human that mm-hmm. existed 6,000 years ago. Like, in the time of Moses and shit, if you believe in the, the Bible, yeah. you these, know? These red cave people were, like, chilling over in China the whole time. Yeah. But doesn't that fuck with you? Like, because we, we, like, we exist in a weird thing where, like, okay, there are dogs. There's a billion different breeds. Cats, mm-hmm. which I just found out. Apparently, not every cat is the same. In my mind, there was, like, two breeds of cats only. <laughs> the Hemingways and the fucking Calico. Oh, and the fucking snake ones, the ones that have no hair. You the know, hairless cats, Fuck yeah. those fucking assholes. But yeah. that's my point. There's there's millions of them. You look at birds, there's a bunch of different species. We are one of the only things in the Earth to be the sole thing. Yeah. You know what Cause, I mean? Because we're like, this planet ain't big enough for... For More two of us. One of us. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, two of us. It's fucked up, dude. Yeah. And then when it was just us, we found reasons to hate each other and start killing each other. But, it's like, God damn it. But that's the most human thing is my point. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like yeah. you had the Neanderthals and they were like, they got weird round faces. Kill them. When, Murder them. When you, when you cut out all the bullshit, like the music, the culture, the Taco Bell, like all you're left with is really just a, a fucking homicidal killing machine. It's fucked up, man. 
also yeah. kind of amazing. <laughs> like that's, I don't know, yeah. man. Listen, when the road happens, that is going to be a great thing to tap back into. All right. Until then it's a little, it's a little wonky, but it's a little here and there. Yeah. It's not, you know, it doesn't make me feel good about being a person, but at the same time, here I am wearing clothes in an air conditioned house, yeah. um, listening to headphones that cancel noise. So and, and being the only of your kind. Think about yeah. that. Exactly. But that's a weird fucked up thing is humans generally don't have to uh, think about that and come to terms with the fact that like, well, oh, go maybe ahead. there's mole people is something I think about a lot. Oh, also mole people. So like, yeah. wait, their mole people are still in play, right? So we'll have to I think they, they very well might be. We're going to have to because cross that mole bridge when, when we get to it is what you're saying. I think we might have to cross it sooner rather than later. I oh, think that their no. moment is coming, man. Like they're waiting. It's kind of like that movie, The Abyss. Like they're just they're they're waiting for humanity to get their act together, but they see time and time again that it's not happening. So they're yeah. like, we're gonna wipe out all of humanity. Let's just fucking wave. end it. Yeah. And it just takes uh Bill Paxton or whatever. Wasn't it Bill Paxton? No, it's Ed Harris in that movie. Ed Harris. I don't know why I thought yeah. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Twister, the Abyss, same movie. <laughs> Should um, basically the same. Yeah, it it, t- it takes Ed Harris uh to convince them to not do that. Abyss is low-key good, isn't it? <laughs> like I no, kind of like that no, movie, man. No, dude. Are you serious? Ed Harris uh, staples that whole film together, man. Well, yeah, it. you know, Ed Harris staples everything together. Did you watch the newest Westworld? Oh, yet? my God. Yes, I did. And yeah. we need to come back to Neanderthals yeah. at some point. Yeah, but yeah, let's should. quickly detour. Mm-hmm. Fucking, that was the best episode maybe of the series for me, man. Yeah, like, of the entire series. And what I'm really realizing about this, and it seems like they're starting to get it, is like, listen, stay the fuck away from moving parts man just like give me one episode <laughs> in the beginning and give me one yeah. episode at the end with everybody in it and just do individual chapters it's the it's beautiful. the only episode of the series so far to make me actually care about the hosts like yeah consider them as like oh they're people yeah kind of whereas also before fun. it was like oh they can get their mind erased and uh get reprogrammed and they're fine and yeah. they never die but mm-hmm. now it's like oh they can die and uh they remember shit and you see this man's journey it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's a fucking gorgeous episode. And maybe like Native American lore is already some weirdly beautiful shit because it is, you know? And that's what I really liked about it is like in in Navajo lore, and I know he's not playing a Navajo necessarily, but they believe in the five worlds. And I thought that that was an interesting thing where like they were able to use like the mythology of a pre-existing mythology, like an actual religion, so to speak, um, to uh, inside this sci-fi world. And I really like the scene where they're talking to like the woman and the woman's like, my people tell a story. And it's not like, a, <laughs> you know, it's about fucking the crazy ass people, these Delos motherfuckers coming in and, yeah. and taking people. So I, I, I don't know, man, I just really dug it. I thought it was a beautiful fucking episode. And I was telling you too, that dude, like, think about this. When people talk about, like, there ain't enough roles for black people out there, for black leading men. There's not enough dude, roles. Dude, oh, my God. You got so many compared so many. to the Native Americans. Literally, bro. Like, I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think. Give me three iconic Native American characters from the last 20 years. Like, can you? Um, Don't say... Wolves was over 20 years ago. Yeah, it was over, exactly. And you and can't say, like, Savior movie. Kick and Wing from fucking Joe Dirt or something. <laughs> like, when that is the top of your mountain is Kick and Wing, all right? You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Uh, wind talkers, revenge, man. Okay, exactly. But again, kicking wing, same guy, Adam Beach. Okay, Adam Beach is in that. But even wind talkers, John Woo. And listen, we'll get back to face off one day. All right, but John Woo making a war movie doesn't make it better. My point is, make uh, wind talkers. Yes, it's very much a John Woo film. Yeah, how do you feel about that now? (laughs) I mean, I've never seen wind talkers, but uh, now I'm never going to. Yeah, well, Christian Slater gets his head chopped off by a katana in that movie. Don't even know where the katana comes from, by the way. <laughs> like, completely weird. Well, I think they're in Japan, right? That makes more sense. All right. So, katanas are in play, as you know, much like mole people. <laughs> yeah, man, the mole people, like, I think all the time about those closed down New York uh, subway tunnels and mm-hmm. sewer systems and stuff with all the homeless people living in there that have yeah. their own governments and their own rule of law and their own running water. And like all this crazy shit. Wait, wait, what's like, your problem with running water? You're like, fuck No, it. I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but I feel like on a long enough timeline, they're just going to turn into different species down there, right? Well, well, like fucking the descent is what you're saying. Like these yeah, mole people yeah, they're going to be like blind, just like no eyes even. Just fucking... They don't need them. Just echolocation, which is, yeah. this is really reductive and like prejudiced against, you know, homeless people who are doing the best they can. Uh, but... If you're not getting any sunlight and you're living underground um, in standing water, you're probably going to have some problems. 
Well, the tunnels go all over the place. Like in theory, I think you can get to like Rockland County, which is way up north, like above the city. In abandoned um, tunnels. Yeah, dude. Like, think about that. Well, it's like that's a weird thing, man. You know, there's escape routes. Like, you gotta. You, I think you could try to like leave the city, and you would legit get lost and not found ever. Like, there's just tunnels that people have not gone down forever, unless the mole people are there, then they'll help you. Because mm-hmm. I heard that mole people are very kind. They're like you the Amish like- of people. Do you think that there's like treasure down there? Like in what way? Like actual, like Al Capone's treasure, like Nazi yeah. treasure, or yeah, like, like the Declaration any, of Independence? Like, or, just, like, just old-timey treasure that like has been just sitting in this fucking tunnel. Like some mobster was like, "All right, Jimmy, let's hide it here. We'll get it later." And then they got shot like right away as they're coming out. <laughs> I wonder Jimmy, about that. Jimmy man. was a shit advisor. He should have been like, "This is a bad location, boss. Anything could happen here." <laughs> what about the mole people? Come on. <laughs> He wasn't gonna get. He wasn't gonna pay. He wasn't gonna divvy up his money to the fucking mole people. They're mole oh, people, I, after I all, know. man. Like <laughs> this is really about the the repeated disrespect of the mole people who are just trying to live, trying to have a community, build up relations I, with organized I, crime. And... I'm gonna take a different tack. I think they're up to something. I you, think oh, I think oh. they're planning a revolt. I think that some some night in New York City, they're gonna rise up from the sewer and, uh, grates and be like yeah. it's our time and then they fucking start <laughs> killing everybody like yeah or just immediately get stopped by the nypd but like yo. alarms like uh <laughs> please, please go back to your tunnels ladies yeah. gentlemen they're like oh shit they have guns there's a bunch of fucking mole people coming out of seventh avenue like what is yeah. going on over here like they're yeah. not organized that most of them are suffering from mental illness that hasn't <laughs> been treated they're malnourished like they're not going to do much damage. believe it or not the mole people healthcare system is kind of for shit but yeah. it, it it's is better. Pr- it's broken. It, it is, is better, better than what we have. Than what we have now. The mole people are Trump a caring community. All right, <laughs> they take care of their own. They barter. You know, it's like I got an ailment. It's like, what do you got? I got four rats. All right, I'll figure out something to do with them rats and throw them in the rat bag. <laughs> the rat bag. Yeah. Well, you know, like it's different from his medical bag, which is like a couple of fucking bricks and broken glasses and shit. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, about Are it. rats their, their form of currency down there? They have to be. To I mean, they're in abundance. Like dead, dead rats or like discarded funk. Oh, no, 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 no. no d- d- dead rats are worth uh, like $5, but alive rats, those are the real prizes in the mole people world, you know? Oh, and there's surprisingly no live rats down there. Oh God. There's more rats in New York than people. And I really need you to think about that for a second because there's like 11 million people in New York. Really, it's think really about eleven that. million people. No, I think if you count the greater New York area, it's eleven. I think it's like seven or eight. I think is technically what it is, but still, Just, yeah, that's still a lot of people. And then there's more rats. <laughs> like I need you to think about that, man. That's kind of you know, you know what I think about that's fucking me up, the, like animal to people uh, balance or whatever. Um, uh-huh. How there's like so many goddamn fire ants, like trillions. Yes, dude. Did you hear about that fucking thing about there's like a super fire ant that there, is coming? He's coming, man. Fire ant, like what? Yeah, he's Just like, oh, like a breed, a species of fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. there is the one. The prophecies speak of the one <laughs> fire ant. Well, I, I know there's a super colony that yeah. stretches all the way from China to California, and it's one colony. They have the same pheromone signature. Holy it shit! It literally like stretches Whoa, how? like under the fucking earth and shit. Like, um, like I think it crossed like the Bering Straits from uh, you know, yeah, Russia top, to Alaska. Top, yeah, yeah. Um, somehow either by boat or whatever, and uh, just fucking continued to populate along the west coast. Oh my god! Is it yeah. like Indiana Jones fire ants? Like, I know I'm referencing the fourth Indiana Jones, I mean, and that one's terrible. But like, will they eat me? They'll they'll sting you all at once. Do they? You. But like, do they get any nourishment from me? <laughs> do they care about what I'm doing, or they're just like, "Fuck this goddamn guy"? Like, what's up with them? What was a fire ant thinking, Max? I don't think that they're thinking <laughs> anything, man. I think they're like, "Oh shit, a thing," and then uh, they die. <laughs> a, they die for the cause. Well, I know bee, bees die for the cause usually, right? Because their stingers get caught usually, and like it gets pulled out, and then a part of their butt's gone, and their whole butt hurts, and then they die from having They're just no bleeding butt. out of the butt. Yeah, but, like, but wasps have that shit unlocked. It's like all armor-plated, so their butts stay intact. They can sting you as many times as they want. Ants, I'm not really sure, because they're in that wasp-bee family, mm-hmm. right? They're just wingless, mostly. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if their stingers like stay uh, in their butts or what. 
I didn't even know they had sting butt stingers, man. This is changing my life. Fire yeah, ants yeah. have butt stingers? They don't I'm bite you? Sure. No, no. They have, like, stingers on their butt. I saw Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or whatever, and that third act fight between the ant and uh, I don't know what it was. The movie <laughs> is a lie. There's I mean, no they, truth in that art, Christian. They, they do have those, uh, the mandibles or whatever. That's to, what like, I was talking about. To yeah, pick yeah. shit up, though. Oh, they don't eat with that? Oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, they eat with it, but it's not to sting with. Not to, okay. like... You know, because I didn't know that, like man. a reaction or whatever. Yeah, my whole life. I mean, it makes sense though because they sort of look like like skinny ass fucking yeah. bees. That's what they look or wasps more than anything else. But yeah, well, I mean, insect scientists come at me, tell me I'm wrong. I don't give a shit. But for <laughs> now, I'm gonna spread this misinformation. Now, I'm pretty sure it's true because I did like a sixth grade report on fire ants, uh, and I uh, I researched it a little bit. Okay, but to speak to your larger point, fire ants scary, and there's billions right like way more than us yeah, way, way more. more way more hundreds of billions i think fuck man did you know that like a hundred thousand years ago before we had like another one of those uh events or some shit that the um or maybe i'm fucking this up it's way longer anyway mm. there was way more oxygen in the atmosphere than there is today yeah and a lot of insects uh will grow to the size of how much oxygen is in the atmosphere like that's the thing because they like take air from the top right and they bring it down. So, dude, I'm talking ants were fucking the size of, like, Siberian tigers and shit like that. And okay. and you had, like, uh, centipedes that were as big as fucking elephants, dude. I would kill myself. Like, I would not live in that world, yeah. dude. It I'm would be sorry. like that, that scene in the King Kong remake that Peter Jackson did where everybody's getting fucked up by bugs, like the only really good scene in that movie. Yeah. But all the time. Yeah. Like larvae just attaching to your head and just biting your head off and fucking ants just... <sighs> That is the scariest fucking thing in the world. Like yeah. bugs are, think about how much you don't like a spider or a cockroach now. Now make that 50 times bigger. And, and make it something that it. could physically overpower me. Yeah, yeah. that's not great. <laughs> and these are, the, the worst thing about them is that they're like colony, you know, creatures. So there's way more of them. I kill one. There's like a million yeah. more that I got to take. <laughs> he care yells of at you as he dies. <laughs> like, I am only one of many. Like right? you will never stop the spider uprising. The spider, you know, arachnophobia is getting a remake uh, from Justin, uh, the guy who did uh, The Conjuring. What's his name? Justin uh, Lin. Justin right? Lin? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like we're ready for that movie. Is, uh, is Goodman coming back to reprise his role? Because if he is, I'm definitely on board because I that's wish. what we really need. Like, I and, and it's wish. within continuity. So it's been 25 years yeah. of this guy just being over by spiders man <laughs> he's got a lot of resentment like are they gonna re didn't he die in that movie or are they gonna retcon like, his no, death dude you know that's gonna be like a second act reveal that he was never dead he's got like a wow. scar like fucking it's like loomis, the loomis. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a loomis thing all over again yeah man i mean i'm i'm here for it man i can't wait i think that justin lynn he's doing some good stuff so uh I'm see i feel like see. we're fucking that up man because justin lynn is uh You're not a lynn fan no no, lynn no, no 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 i feel we're fucking it up justin lynn is the guy who did Fast and the Furious and uh, James Wan is who you're thinking of. James Wan. Justin yeah. Lin did Fast and Furious. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to just mix up Asians like they're interchangeable, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I was like kind of half sure that I was fucking it up, but I was like, yeah. no, you're not that racist. No. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you are. <laughs> it's like this podcast is mostly fun, but when it's not, I've revealed that I'm totally a racist and I don't know how to feel about myself after that. I can't help it. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Not even any response. Whoa. To that. Yeah. Let's walk that back. So, uh, me, you, and a mole person, we're hanging out. All right. Uh, who's the first? <laughs> no, you, you mean by walking it back, like we're going in we're another going direction? We have we're ignoring. To... I ever said it. <laughs> No, but all right, we can stick with spiders because mole people, I'm sure, deal with spiders as well. But my my, my larger point they would is probably tame the spiders and like ride them like on on horseback, but on spiders. How so terrifying the, would that be? When the mole people actually rise, They're like we we don't need eyes, we got eight of them right so that's, here. That's what happened, dude. So they first came up through the sewers, right on Seventh Ave, and they all have mental illness. And the cops like pointed a gun. They're like, "All right, my bad." They went back in. They're like, "How do we fix this?" Like, we got to tame spiders. And, and someone was like, Larry, that's a shit idea. And then they thought about it. It lingered in the air for a couple of seconds. They're like, you know what, Larry? God damn it. Library Larry? Like, you thought it's a genius. <laughs> Hangs out at the libraries all day. He knows a lot about spiders. You can tame them. That's what he said. It didn't work out for them. A lot of them died. 
I love for Library Larry, if we ever start making like horror movies or whatever, I want him to be like the expert that comes in every time <laughs> and just explains to. the plot. Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, Vince D'Orfneo in that Bagul movie where he's like, Bagul <laughs> is an entity from the 13th century or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's my great. God. You, you always need that. You need that, you know, D'Orfneo. What I really want to do is um, after 50 episodes of this, write a screenplay based on the mythology that we have built over 50 episodes right because we have like a weird assortment of characters and shit well like let's that. let's get uh let's get meta about it. like what uh what, what what's our mythology so far we're 15 in yeah we're well yeah this is 15 oh shit look at us we're special and shit um yeah so we're 15, halfway there we're 15 in and we've talked about like you know we have some some like concrete things that are very much us first episode you got zach seinfeld you know he came back in a later episode um we we have magma you know magma's a big deal yeah chuck bronson circle jerk you know that's a big one mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like different things that we can pull from. The problem is this, Max. Like, I'm interested to go back and listen to what we've done because mm-hmm. all of these have blurred together. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what the title informs me of one joke that we told in that episode, and then I have to kind of like work back. Yeah, well, that that's kind of the problem of doing like a freewheeling improvisational conversation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just keeps it, it just turns into mush in my brain. Mm-hmm. like at some point it's just but like that was porch. always the intent you know like when we yeah. came here i said i just wanted to make an ongoing conversation about the important things to you and me so like <laughs> old people and yeah. where's my burrito so i feel like we nailed the mission statement of what the pod was right. always supposed i just to be. i worry for my memory though i feel like it used to be better in this podcast it's just degrading yeah over time well, what i'm excited about is like because it's so structured like all right so i used to do other shows that would be based on like movie news or like comic news or something and that would date it and, and you know just because it's you're talking about something right. like that this is something that i feel really confident that in 10 years i can still listen to it and be like ah oh, all right, right. well that's dumb old people but like <laughs> but it, it'll be surprising because this is not contingent on fucking oh a really organized uh, episode we're just gonna you know we always just we do we never know what we're gonna talk about before we talk about it that's our real ritual. We don't do anything else. We just say, you got anything? You're like, yeah. nope. <laughs> I'm like, like we, we don't even come in and do the bare minimum effort of writing something down on a legal pad, like bullet points, like, oh, monsters, mole people, like nothing. No. It's just, you know, you come up with an intro, you like shit out an intro in a good way. Yeah, thank you. Like every time. A good shit. The best shit of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I try to go off on a tangent at some point and then yeah. things happen, you know? Are we like we're showing how the sausage gets made here? Like, there's a formula. Like, this is the algebra for where's yeah, my burrito. The formula is that there is none. Yeah, and here we are, it's succeeding, living the best <laughs> life that succeeding. we possibly could. <laughs> oh man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Things are troubling. It's a what troubling things? times, man. All what, things. Oh, All what, 2018. Things. It's 2018. Yeah. 2018 is um too close to 2020 and i and i'm scared of things that repeat themselves so like 2020 is too much for me also don't like clocks because they repeat themselves um, you think that 2020 will take on some like mathematical significance like eyeglasses like do 2020 vision you know what i'm saying that would like, be such a baller initiative. Everyone's going to be 2020 by 2020 and like then we'll just start <laughs> seeing things clearly that year. Yeah. Until like the, the, election. the second enlightenment, but, yeah. but, then, but then like some reports going to get released the day before the election that says we're reopening an investigation into mm. the person that isn't Trump. Oh, you still you still reeling from that a little bit? How you feeling? Well, when that happened, I was like, whatever, she got it in the bag. It don't matter, Comey, you bitch. And then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking lo and behold, uh, election day rolls around, and uh, I had a goddamn panic attack um how was your panic attack how was your post-election day it wasn't good how about, drink- what was your pre-election day? i mean like uh, of election day experience um okay so i i voted early like a couple days early uh-huh. and uh that was fun for me i was like all smug about it too i was like i got this in the bag i'm helping out the lady that's gonna win so i'm with her feeling. her story um yeah, yeah, not that far. I didn't go that far. As soon as you start th- talking about hashtags, like the lowest effort thing I could do to support her, I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. That's too um, much. <laughs> I can't be committed to this. <laughs> I can't be. I can't be seen supporting things in yeah. public. Um, so then, like on election day, because the previous election, what I had done is I got together. I don't know if I've told the story on this podcast. No, nope, let's hear or, it. Or just in person. Um, when it was uh, Barack Obama versus Mittens Romney. 
Uh, good old mittens. Um, I was freaking out about Mitt Romney possibly winning. I was like, I mean, I know the odds are in Barry's favor, but fuck, dude, what if? What if the Mormon gets the White House? That's going to be the worst. Like, lo- little did I know. Yeah, right? I was going to say. But I, I was low-key panicking because this was the second time I'd ever voted in an election. So I called up my friend Johnny and I called up my friend Morgan. And I was like, guys, I need to distract myself from this. This is like this is like a the Super Bowl to me or something, politics. At least it was yeah. back then in terms of like how much investment I had. So we went and saw a movie. Now, we could have seen Wreck-It Ralph or we could see Silent Hill Revelations in 3D. Guess what movie. we see? Silent Hill, I'm assuming, based on yeah, that response. It was bad. It was in 3D, and uh, it was really bad. But it distracted me from an election. When I walked out of the theater, I saw Barack Obama hit one. Isn't, like, John Snow in that movie or something? He <laughs> is. And, and I was very anti-Kit Harrington for years, well into Game of Thrones. Well, he only becomes a good actor in that show around season three. Then he, like, yeah. kind of puts it together. But before yeah. that, he's awful. He, he just has this, like, earnest, sincere, like, over, overly sincere, very punchable-looking face where you're just like god learn to act do another emotion other than concerned but have you ever uh, actually met someone who had a face you wanted to punch yeah like like often <laughs> have you ever acted um, upon it no have I've you ever punched anybody in the face but i've punched people elsewhere like where you got into a fight you're like fuck you clavicle bam like what did no, you No, it was no it was always like a drunk fight that was like a mutually oh, agreed upon fight i yeah, broke uh i broke one those. guy's ribs once who sam chris you broke sam chris's ribs yeah sam chris punched me in the back of the head after i beat him once and then put me in a chokehold and said that he didn't give up because we got into a drunk fight too <laughs> once i don't give up <laughs> he like tapped and then he like punched me in the back of the head i'm like what the fuck uh... Yeah, it's a guy that nobody knows that's listening to this, but um, he uh, did not take losing well. Um, Did you ever hear that one Sam Chris story? Like, the Sam Chris story? And listen, Sam Chris isn't even his real name, so he could totally get away with telling the story before you get all fucking shitty about it. Here's the thing. Like, when you say the Sam Chris story, I can think of a couple of things that would be contenders. So go ahead with yours. No, no, no. You tell one, and then I'll tell one. And hopefully it's not the same one. Well, no, 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 no. I I want you to tell yours first. I just want to see where you're at with it. Okay. Yeah, it is a story. I feel like I'm going to butcher it, man. But it ends... that's my concern, too. It ends with the proposal of a blowjob, is my my point. Do you know this story or not? No. Oh, my God. All right. So, um, a friend of ours is hanging out with Sam Chris... Right. And they are very close. Like they have a reason to be hanging out. Okay. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for some reason, everyone else has left this house and they're like watching a movie and I forget what movie they're watching, but it's something it's, it's like something that you would not think is like a very arousing film in any fucking manner. Okay. It's, it's, um, it's like fucking Schindler's list or something like something really terrible. Some like stoic drama. Yeah, no, it's like atonement or something. Um, (laughs) and at some point Sam, Sam Chris is hanging out and he like looks over at the other guy and he's just like, you know, like we could just like suck each other's dicks just to like do it, man. You know, like I won't say anything to anyone, you know, it's like, we could just do it. And our friend is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like rightfully upset <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> and is just like, don't you ever fucking say that to me again. And he's like, oh, okay, man, okay. And then like uh, two minutes later, our homie looks over at Sam Chris and Sam Chris is just jerking off into a sock like right next to him uh, under the blanket. And I'm sorry that I had to do this for everyone to see, <laughs> but like, what the fuck, man? <sighs> like, and that's just one story I have of him. And I... Uh, what do, you, what do you have? I need to hear one story of yours about Sam Chris. I'm in a state of shock right now. I'm sorry. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> That's well, over, no, like I, I heard it. I had heard, heard the, mouth, I had heard the second half of that story, but okay. I had not heard the first part. Mm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. That's How's that make little, you feel? That's more than a little fucked up. Um, yeah. You know, Sam Chris is a little bit more than fucked up, though, for being. Yeah. You know what? Let's not turn this into Sam Chris bashing podcast. Uh, The only reason I was bringing it up is that I broke the guy's ribs once because we got Uh into a drunk fight and he tried to do a spin move where he was like spinning around with his arms uh, outstretched in fists, just spinning as fast as he could with his eyes closed. Uh And so I just like ducked under him and fucking (laughs) boom. And I heard like a crack sound and he like doubled over. He was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. 
oh, oh. and then he tried to put me in a headlock after tapping out. That was like his gonna, thing. I thought he was going to be like, and then he tried to suck your dick after that. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> You've got yeah. moves, but God damn it, man. Dude, bro. No. <laughs> Hey, man, did you hear uh, fucking Bobby De Niro said fuck Trump at the Tonys yesterday? Yeah, and everybody was like, yeah. Eh, is that a good precedent <laughs> you want to set? <laughs> like, I, like, we like it because he's saying it against someone terrible. But then, you know, the people who don't understand shit will use that in the future whenever they want to say something stupid. You know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. So, yeah. like, who's going to use it to say something stupid? Okay, so it's like, let me use the example. The Samantha B thing happens, right? And then yeah, the... she called Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt, and okay. rightfully so. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the, uh, the Roseanne thing. Now, mouth breathers can't differentiate the difference between these two things, yeah. which one is a racist comment, the other one is just a, it's a mean comment, but it's not mm-hmm. sexist, it's not racist, it's not prejudice in any way. Yeah. It's just an insult that maybe she yeah. shouldn't use the word. I'm all about it, though. Yeah. Um, my point is this. He's saying, fuck Trump, and we're all like, yeah, because we uh, we hate Trump, and we think he's an asshole. But what happens when there's like just a reasonable dude doing his best? Like, Barry O, people would have said, are now going to be like, fuck to the next barrio fuck you you know what i mean i mean aren't they already doing that though behind closed doors you know i think in in front of open doors now if that's a say in front I of mean, open doors like, like the, the bar is an open door they're just like this door open cool fuck obama and they walk off like like do, do you things? think the 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 right needs permission at this point to fucking uh be as atrocious as possible with what they say no, nah, man, they've been pretty emboldened. I mean, I've yeah. seen, I mean, how many fucking videos have you seen? Every day there's another fucking video about, about like some woman like being afraid of a black dude and like constantly saying horrific things to him while, while her kids just soak up all that hate. You know what I mean? It's like a whole fucking thing. But it makes me. Are there, are, is there a, ma- a market for those videos? Is, are there a lot of them coming out? There should be, right? There should be like a specific <laughs> website dedicated to only bringing racistmoms.com. Dude, there's a fetish out there. Someone loves that shit. They're like, I can only get my shit hard if a racist <laughs> mom is involved. It's weird, but who am I to judge, right? I mean, Sexuality is a spectrum, Max. Like, who if, am if, I? It, if it wasn't a thing for people, it is now. Just because you put it out into the ether. Like yeah. It's out in the world now. It's out in the bio. Sir, you put it out in the ether. Take more credit of your creation. You know what I mean? Okay, I put it out. Um, you're, wel- you're welcome, you fucking freaks. But racist moms aside, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like these people are like really unintelligent. I don't want to spend a th- billion hours talking about fucking Trump supporters or anything. But I will say that like, like you heard that Trump got into a thing with Trudeau about he's like, Canada burned the White House down. And he's just like, we weren't even in the a war of 1812. Country. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and that's the problem. The president doesn't even know basic fucking history. I'm not saying you have to know yeah. everything about everything, but I think as well, what was even happening in Canada at that point? It was like a bunch of fur traders trying to keep warm. Yeah, it was like it was Dutch people. It was like the French people all the time. It, yeah, it was the Revenant all the time. So they had it tough. Okay, they weren't yeah. trying to burn shit down. Like, <laughs> they did not have time to go down south and burn down the White House. Actually, to be Canadian, to actually earn uh, its nation, like its citizenship or the the nation, they, they had to get will. mauled by a bear. Yes, and then crawl <laughs> like fucking uh, uh, you know on their own, freeze fucking all that shit, and then and they had to kill a Tom Hardy type. All right, yeah. Like, but be polite about it the whole yeah. time. Be course, very polite. Man. Yeah, kind because of passive it, aggressive. it costs nothing to be kind. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> bringing it back, crypty. Like, and and, on, and that way, two hundred years later, Michael Moore can go to your country and be like, "Oh, look, they don't even lock their doors." That's the dumbest point of all of his fucking movies, by the way. I don't know why. Like, uh, out of all, that one really irks me, though, because it's just like he proves a point just by walking into people's house. Like, the Canadians yeah. are still like, hey, what you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you don't even have your door locked. Isn't that nice? I think <laughs> I the dumbest part. immediately go and lock it after now. Like, Michael Moore has caused them yeah. to go lock their doors. Yeah. Uh, I think there are some contenders in Michael Moore's filmography. And, you know, I don't uh, hate Michael Moore. Um, I think it's good food for thought a lot of the times, but sometimes he does shit that makes that really hard to defend what I yeah. just said, that okay. it's good food for thought. Uh, the one that springs to mind for me is Charlton Heston when he goes to uh, visit like an, an Alzheimer's an yeah. Alzheimer's ridden Charlton Heston shows him the picture of a black girl who died in a school shooting yeah. and says, how could you, Mr. Heston? How could you? And then Heston's like, 
Oh, get out of my house. I'm old. And he's and like, he's, he's so, he's literally so old. He can barely defend himself. He's blindsided by this whole thing. And then fucking Michael Moore is like walking away from his house and he lays the girl's picture gently at his doorstep. And he, he's just like squints into the sun. Like he's just done something important. And it's like, that guy is on his way out. You proved nothing. And he's just really confused and agitated. He probably shit his pants. So when Wayne Lap- <clears throat> Lapierre, whoever the guy who's running shit now or whatever his name is, that might be Scientology. I don't know. I No, that's Kasayage or something, right? So no, Miscavige. Miscavige, whatever. Sorry, my bad. Um, okay, so when Wayne Lap- Lapierre fucking is 87 years old, no one's allowed to hold that fucker accountable for like just funneling millions into lobby money and buying off entire congressmen and all that shit. Um, I, I think that there's a difference between holding somebody accountable and um, an ambush tactic that's going to amount to nothing. It's just serving as a fucking dramatic uh, climax to your documentary. But he was in those apes movies, man. Like that's we're losing oh, sight okay. of this. Okay, <laughs> we're losing sight that Heston is the uh, the fucking uh, uh, the Omega Man number one, right? OG uh, fucking I am Legend. That's him. Does whatever he wants, man. He's he doing some sci-fi shit, man. He, he was the he was one. All up he really ushered that up. Yeah. Soiling Green. Oh my God, dude. Soiling Green. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's people. It's Did we watch that people. together? Did we watch that in film class? In I sixth grade? I watched it in middle school. Oh, so man. you must have been there. Whoa, dude. This is origin yeah. story. This is our origin oh, story. We watched Soiling There's a lot about our origin story that I don't remember. I remember you were in chorus with me. Yeah. Can't sing. So I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> what were you doing there? <laughs> Trying to get the ladies. Um, uh, mission accomplished for sixth grader, I guess, right? Like, there you go, man. You remember how cute and innocuous it was to, like, be dating back in the day? Like, the yeah. idea of, like, we're going out. Like, what do you yeah. mean? Your parents you are dropping like, you off at the movies? Like, the fuck Write down on a piece of paper, do you like me, yes or no, shit like that? Yeah. yeah. You had to pass it through six people. Yeah, right. it was a whole fucking or ordeal. Like her fucking friends of her friend would be like, hey, do you like Hannah? And you'd be like, uh, yeah. I think Hannah's a terrible human being, and she smells <laughs> like onions. So take that back to Hannah. Fuck you, Hannah. <laughs> I'm more critical of Hannah. I don't know why. You know the the Amy, yeah, the Kaylee, you know, they're all good. But Hannah wasn't great. Hannah was not great. But her sisters are pretty chill. I heard. You know, that's a Woody Allen joke. If I can, <laughs> sorry. Hannah and her sisters. Hannah and her sisters, but eh, it was okay. I mean, isn't that with my cocaine? It's with my cocaine, yeah. He's really good in that movie. That's my low-key, my favorite Woody Allen movie. Is it? Yeah, it really is. I I like Zelig. Yeah, that one's weird. That's sci-fi as well. That's a weird one. Isn't that when, like, the robot wakes back up over here? No, Zelig's the actor one, where he can turn into everyone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like a chameleon, but he has no personality of his own, and it's totally... That one's great. Yeah, there's that part where he's just like, by the time we had got up the the stairs, he had turned into a Chinaman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's great. Uh, the other one was Sweet and Lowdown with Sean Penn. It's like That's maybe my one. favorite yeah. Sean Penn performance. Who I'm not a huge fan of Sean Penn. He went yeah. full retard, you know? <laughs> and Did look, not we're get not the saying Oscar. mentally handicapped. We're just saying full retard because yeah. that's what that performance was. That That is Holy. a film term, so I'm allowed to say it. Um, he went full retard and uh, didn't win the Oscar. Speaking of that movie, like <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. played in blackface and everyone just kind of accepted it like there was no outrage man i saw a clip of uh, jamie fox talking about that on the joe rogan experience or something and he was like yeah none of us uh, were upset about that because it's like you know he's funny dude He's one of us, you know. He knew what the he's joke one, was. He's one of I us. think he said that, yeah. <laughs> Robert Downing has and, like and been, <laughs> been inducted as an honorary fucking black guy. He's like, look, man, he was a chaplain. He plays the piano. <laughs> he smokes like right. he's honorary black. Come on, why not? Dude, I don't fucking know. It's really weird to me, like that guy's career trajectory. J- uh, uh, Downing or Fox? Not Jamie Foxx. Okay. Jamie Foxx is... I don't think about Jamie Foxx at all. Django Unchained, like, go to hell. That ruined um, it for you? He was like, there was no coming back from that, man. Like, I mean, he Baby was, Driver. He's barely in Baby Driver. He's good in it, though. I liked him. Hey, he's bats. Old bats. Yeah, he was good in Baby Driver. Um, you know, he's fine. He's fine. I have nothing against Jamie Foxx. Um, mm-hmm. he, I remember him being in Ray and just <laughs> being not that impressed. Yeah. Um, but it did give us the best Oscar joke of all time, I think. Which one is this? I'm sorry. Maybe my favorite Oscar moment of all time is when John Stewart hosted the Oscars the year that Walk the Line came out and it was nominated for all this shit. 
and uh, he's like, and da 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 da, walk the line, which is basically Ray for white people. <laughs> and it cuts to Jamie Foxx in the audience, and he's laughing his ass off, just like having the best time. And then it cuts to Joaquin Phoenix and just the stone face. Like well, he's, he's not white either. Heart man. He's Puerto Rican. Soul. People seem to forget that about Joaquin. Is he? Yeah, he's born in San Juan. Did you not know that? No. We get to claim. I, I knew. I knew that him and his brother and his family were a part of that. Uh, creepy god or whatever yeah. uh, cults yeah that's why they have names like river and joaquin well he was called well joaquin is a spanish name <laughs> i did it again <laughs> i don't know why it's so funny to me. his name was leaf when he first started acting he was going by leaf phoenix you're like river and leaf well river's kind of cool but leaf is just like you stop trying you know yeah. like they're pointing at things like we're gonna name this one river leaf <laughs> Starfish, Twig. (laughs) I want to be Twig Phoenix so bad. I'm your lost long brother, Twig Phoenix. You gotta forget about me, old Twiggy. It's like, yeah, get away from me, Twig. No one likes you. There's a reason we left you out in the cold, you bastard. (laughs) No, man. I mean, look, they took in Joaquin, and Joaquin has a cleft palate, you know? And that's the kind of shit, like, you know, not even... Like 50 years ago, they would go leave you in the woods, man. They'd be like, hey, we're just going to take this baby out in the woods and just take off. Back yeah. when men were men still, you know what I mean? Which is like kind of becoming men, were men and they, they <laughs> abandoned. That's, that's my rallying cry here. Yeah. You know, like, that's what they did. They were deeply cowardly and horrible. And no one held them accountable back when men were men. All right. It's what I fucking dream of, man. Do you really dream of it? I'm going to take you to task on that. Do you really? Yeah, because I dream about being in Mad Men all the time, and that's basically what I'm dreaming of. Just being like, let's be honest. Like, if we could all like work at an ad agency in the 1960s Mad Men style, like, would you? Oh my, yeah. Because I could drink all the time, and not only did no one care, it was expected. Yeah. If you didn't drink, people were looking at you sideways, like, what's this guy's deal? Yeah. The, the Red why Scare he, had passed a couple he, of years before, but it was coming back because if you didn't drink, you were secretly right? communist. Like, do, does he think he's better than me? Fucking, yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking commie. He smokes some cigarettes. <laughs> That's no, one man. thing I miss about smoking is that, uh, and I do sometimes miss smoking, like low key. Yeah. You told me you had and, dreams and about high it. key. Yeah. All the keys. I'm just going to put it out there. I need to smoke right now. <laughs> I do miss it. Um, I'm never going to do it again. I'm never going to fuck with it. But uh, the best thing about it, other than it gives you an excuse to go outside all the time, Mm -hmm. is that you could like exhale and take pauses and look way more thoughtful and cool (laughs) than you really were. And now I don't have an instrument to do that with. So I just fucking just say everything I can as fast as I can. When I was a smoker, I could be like, you know, take long pauses and look mysterious. Yeah. That's lost to time forever. I think you should have a colonoscopy but it sounded so awesome because you took right. the pause and that's the yeah. fucking point man that's yeah. that's the key to don draper's mystique in the early seasons too man it's like he's always taking those long pauses looking yeah. off into the the skyline you know just We've lost that punctuates the whole goddamn meaning that he's trying to say goddamn you know? american cancer association had to come in and give us all this relevant information <laughs> and ruin it for us you think we're close to a cancer cure you know, like I remember when Obama was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna cure cancer," and there's not a single person I know better than my good friend Joe Biden. And I always thought that, like, bro, Wait, you got hold on, Obama, exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? So you're sitting here being like, Joe Biden, you have a year left on your presidency, and you're putting Joey the fucking shark in charge of curing cancer. Like, what is? I don't even understand. Joey the shark, <laughs> the shark man. He's Di- always Diamond slimming. Joe, Diamond Joe. No, but it, that like fucked with me for some reason. I'm like, wow. So you gave him the because he was trying to say like it was like a moon landing, you know? Like we said we were gonna put a man on the moon, and then they did. But now they're trying to do the same thing with cancer, and I'm like, well, we got to be semi close to it, you know? Like at this point. Well, I know the cancer rates are dropping, which I brought up in one of our you podcasts. Did. You did, yeah. You just said that, and that yeah, that's a real ass thing that's happening. And uh, I think that what they said they're realizing is that they were over treating cancer by a lot and what do you like mean? 
you're not supposed to give a chemo, like only a little like bit too, of chemo. Too much chemo, too okay. much of everything. Because like basically their approach to like attacking cancer is bringing as many specialists as they could. Yeah. And it's like throwing as much, you know, spaghetti at the wall as you can and seeing what Same sticks. What sticks. Yeah. But instead of throwing a whole pound of spaghetti, just throw an ounce, you know? Mm-hmm. An ounce of spaghetti. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, all right? I don't know how any of this works. I thought that uh, was the new breakthrough uh, treatment for cancers. You just an ounce of spaghetti a day. It keeps the cancer away. <laughs> like literally an ounce of yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, you got it's a lot of spaghetti and it's not good for your for your for your weight gain, but yeah. Like you're gonna like, you know, gain a lot of weight and get it's the opposite back. of regular cancer where you lose your hair s- and your weight. Yeah. You're gonna start smelling like olive oil all the time. Um, but you won't have cancer. There are worse things to smell like, you know, than olive yeah. oil. Yeah. I mean, when I worked at the movie theater, I always smelled like popcorn oil. No matter what I did, no matter how hard I like fucking. Hey, people say know. that. Like when they work at McDonald's, you smell like fucking uh, fast food, like the oil yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, the, the oil like gets in the air. It like kind of evaporates and like gets into your pores. Like uh, that's tiny, awful. Like, yeah. That's why everyone has acne there. It's not their fault. They came in fucking clean, clear, clear faced. All right. Yeah. Like full hearts, clear eyes, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. But can't lose. Can't but lose. They, but they, they did. Lost their they clear lost. skin. Yeah. The war of the acne and has been dignity. lost, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. Is there much dignity in fast food to begin with? It's weird. Oh. No, what kind of did you ever work in fast food? I've never done it. Like, no. I, I've been lucky. I've been fortunate enough never to work in fast food. I mean, the closest thing is the movie theater. Um, it's just like working the concession stand and, uh, dealing with people there, which I, I feel like is probably a similar situation. It's not fun. You stand for long hours and you have to listen to people like get, you know, real shitty with you. And, uh, you know, everything smells like popcorn. Would you rather deal with humans or bears on an everyday basis? What kind of question is that? I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because I read this thing because I got really obsessed. This is also true. It was like 2.30 in the morning, and I've been drinking a little bit, and I got really excited about owning a bear. I was like, I could probably own a bear as a pet, okay? Well, like in Russia, I've talked about this on the podcast, too. Yeah. This is a real a, meta episode. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, like where they take all the teeth out and stuff, so you're just hanging out with a bear? Wait, no, 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 no. You didn't tell me that story. What we talked about on uh, the fourth episode was in Russia, there's a picture of a bear just hanging out with, like, some dudes with a long well, yeah. beard. He's got all his he... teeth, though. I don't think he does. I think he oh, just man. has, like, the, the incisors or whatever. Oh, okay. But, but, yeah, like, the thing with Russia and bears, you always see Russians hanging out with bears like it's uh-huh. no big deal. Is because they take all the teeth out so the bears can't fucking rip their throats out. But what about the claws? That's what's really worse. Like it's really it's really not humane at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they get to hang out with the bear. That's the cost of hanging out with the bear. Well, see, I wouldn't want uh, otherwise, to Otherwise, well, otherwise, it's a Timothy Treadwell situation. You, well, that's the fucking point. Yeah, exactly. Which I read, which is like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, you can hang out with a bear every day for 10 years. And if it doesn't kill you, that's good. But that 10 years and one day, he could just wake yeah. up and decide he wants to murder you. <laughs> There's nothing right. that's going to happen there. There's not thousands of years. It's like, well, we did it with dogs. Yeah over thousands of years and like i think you were talking about there is the gene right there's like the niceness gene that they mm-hmm. discovered ain't doing that with a bear it's like you're fucked you're oh, fucked no. man i don't know yeah. it's scary and that's i feel like the, really there is a it's a no wins uh scenario for you um, for a bear, a bear. <laughs> like, well for for you or for the bear probably both but uh the bear I, I gets tired that... of me he's like you're fucking boring christian fuck you like i was having fun in the woods i had i had more teeth everything was better and You've, you've oh just yeah yeah oh okay yeah if you take the teeth out of the bear then it's gonna suck for the bear if you don't it's gonna suck for you eventually. okay so, so like, either way someone has yeah to i'm saying either way somebody yeah. loses you know and it's not a real friendship if you're pulling your friend's teeth out first you know just before you can hang out with them <laughs> what if i was a dentist and he had a bunch of cavities and i'm like before we <laughs> hang out max <laughs> step into my chair like i'd be like um this is a conflict of interest refer me to another dentist please. there is no other dentist <laughs> on the entirety of brooklyn <laughs> so we have to do it man it's an emergency thing you're not gonna let me do it this is not like you're my son i can't operate on you or something come on are you literally asking me if I'd let you do dental surgery? On well, me? if I went through seven years of dental school and then asked well, you. Well, in that, in that case, then you'd be like Lincoln from Broad City. You'd be Hannibal Burris. Yeah, so yes. it would be Hannibal Burris. Yes, yes, then. Okay. I, by the way, yeah. wouldn't Hannibal Burris be like the best dentist to have ever? <laughs> yeah, I guess he would be, man. He'd be pretty good. I mean, He'd just like be putting you at ease because like every dentist I've had is like just an asshole. 
The problem with Hannibal Burris is he's so chill in his delivery that I don't even know when he's telling a joke and when he's just like de- stating something declaratively. <laughs> like that's how cool he is at all times. That's because all of his jokes are declarative statements. <laughs> he doesn't it's even crazy. have setups. He doesn't pose any questions. He tells you how it is, you know. <laughs> Which is probably doing a great disservice to him as a stand-up comedian, but uh, whatever. I mean, I don't think he cares about anyone. He's the yeah, one who single-handedly started the Bill Cosby thing again. He you know? did. He's like, may I remind you that Bill Cosby drrugged and raped a bunch of people. And then people didn't believe him. He's like, go Google it. And that was yeah, the most like, Google, Google it. Yeah. Do you think seriously, man, like he is kind of, um, you know, we give a lot of credit to people who who are not like indirectly responsible. Like we said that Ringo and Bob Dylan, well, Bob Dylan is responsible for the Beatles. We, we said yeah. that on, on the so last. So are episode. you saying Hannibal Burris is kind of responsible for the Me Too movement? Yeah, in a way, man. Because he started that. That was a snowball effect, right? It started with Cosby. And I remember everybody being like, oh, all these women are just trying to get attention. And then we uh-huh. find out, no, they're really not. It's a fucking real thing. And then like all these other accusations start coming in. Yeah. Snowball effect, hashtag me too, 2017. What I'm saying is let's take that away from women. All right. Cause Hannibal oh. did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying I actually got into a fight today about this, about me too. A just, fist fight? No, I don't get into fist fights really. Well, I did once in Brooklyn. That was stupid. My shoulder's still fucked up from that. But no, I got into a fight about me too. I was talking to my friend Chris outside. Actually, I was talking to two Chris's, and I'm also Christian, so it gets very confusing, right? So I was talking to my friend Chris. And we're talking about like Aziz Ansari for a second. And he is trying to say that what Aziz did wasn't bad, to which I felt like I had to walk on this tightrope and like, because he was like, well, she came over to his house and they had been drinking. And I'm like, and what does that mean? Why do you think that that means that he's owed anything? Like, I've been over at people's houses, I've been drinking. At no point did I expect to get fucked by them. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like a whole thing. And I'm like overly defending the woman, not being, well, I'm not even overly, I'm just defending her. I'm just like, look, if she's uncomfortable saying something, she should do something. But I also know that there are like hidden cues, man. Like I know me personally, like if someone's not into something, it ends for me. I mean, there's no part of me that's like, oh, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, I need you to be a willing participant because it's weird for me otherwise. So it's like, obviously if there were nonverbal cues, like he must have known that. Like, and that is something that is mm. wrong to me is like the idea of pressuring at the same time, the onus is on the woman to just be like, you know, be like, Hey, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I think that it's a weird situation. Yeah, that, that that was one of those situations where uh, it was one of the first times in the me too thing where there was uh, on a, one, it, a good where, debating on the, point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On the one hand I was supporting her and mm. like the way she told the story or whatever. And on the other hand, I was like, but it shouldn't end his career. You know, it's not Surely. like Louis C.K., you know, blocking a woman from exiting while he masturbates. Well, more so than that, and this was the point I made, and, and a friend of mine gave me shit for it. Like, so I was like, he's exonerated is what I said about Aziz, which yeah. he didn't hear the other part of the conversation. He's like, oh, he's exonerated? Like some fucking man. Like he's a fucking white knight complex motherfucker, social justice warrior guy. He's like, if you were a woman and you were in that position, you think you would do this, this, and that. And I'm like, okay, what you, what you didn't hear is that I'm exonerating him from Harvey and Bill and like Louie, even, even though Louie is a little bit different compared to those two, yeah. it's like, yo, because he's not in a position of power over this woman. Like Louie was in a position of power over these women too. Like oftentimes they were, they were like writers on his staff or it, it was his girlfriend, right? Laura Silverman or some shit like that. Like Harvey and Louie are con- connected in that regard where they use their, their, their standing and their influence to fucking basically affect and wield their power and abuse that yeah, power. Yeah. The situation was like, everything was consensual. Everything was when before when they had drinks, that was yeah. consensual. When she came to the house, that was consensual. When they got into the bed, that was consensual. And if you didn't want it to go any further than that, just say something. And the same thing with him. If there's, ver- if there's nonverbal cues, you should have picked that shit up. So I was right. just saying that it's not the same thing. And that's why he's exonerated from the totality of like, oh, that guy's roasted. He should never come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it was just a um, a bad date where he wasn't paying attention if I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't yeah. know. You know yeah. That's the thing. We don't know. But, Absolutely. But it's like that the, the ball's up in the air. It's in no one's court. Well, I, I, th- I think the thing is like you have to be you have to be vigilant about these things. And so I use an example and hear me out before I fit, before you, you cut off because it's going to sound like I'm saying women are liars. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like so like no, like like last year or two Shut years ago, <laughs> turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> no, like last year or two years ago, a woman accused Connor Oberst of rape. Right. 
the the guy yeah. from Red Eyes, and it that. turned out to be completely fabricated, and it was a lie, right? And then, like last month, the guy who accused George Takai of uh, giving him like some pill and then taking advantage of him also came out and said that he had fabricated that. Now, I'm saying both of those stories did not be like women lie or men lie. I'm saying that like humans have the capacity to lie and what you need to do, especially in this time where like there's so many accusations out there. It's like get fact-based information then make your decisions based on that. You know, like you and I, we, we like Louis CK a lot and that's what makes it especially difficult that like he did some shit that I find really disgusting and I'm not ready to return to that shit yet. Aziz yeah. is grody, but it's not like it didn't cross that line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, think, I can and still watch Master of None in Parks and Recreation and yeah. not feel like I'm doing something wrong or like like I feel sick. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you did some fucked up things and that's all I can think about. I don't feel I disgusted this. by it. Exactly. It doesn't change from the, from the the enjoying of the fucking thing, you know? Yeah. And I think the, the, the real interesting thing is this is that's the more prevalent thing. I think Aziza's situation is way more common and way more of a talking point than we need to have than like Harvey and Bill, because you know what? I like to think 99% of people get, you don't, you shouldn't rape women. Like I get that most people are on top of that. You know what I mean? I would hope so. Me too. (laughs) So my point is like, I feel like the miscommunication and the like picking up on nonverbal cues, like that is a, a far more important thing. And I can only speak from experience, which is like, dude, I have been in a situation and if someone is giving me a nonverbal cue, it's not like I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like you, sure. You got to be present in those moments, dude. You got to be aware and shit. So just about you. It's a little fucked up, man. I don't know. He's the one dude. Like, he's like, believe it or not, a brown guy is going to get away with this shit. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's the one guy is going to get off scot free, sort of. <laughs> like, his career is not completely ruined, but God. Oh, God damn it. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, good for him. Um,. <laughs> No, not good for him. I want to say, dig this, dig this grave much deeper, man. Um, you know, speaking of Master of None, though, I've been watching a lot of Chef's Table, and very... <laughs> it's not even a, it's not even a transition. But all right, continue. Well, yeah, in the in one of the Italian episodes, that him and Eric Wareheimer go to <laughs> Osteria Francesca, which is like the third best rated restaurant in the world. Oh, and that's okay. the very first episode of Chef's Table. Is that guy's restaurant? I don't oh, nice. want to go there, man. And I, I was pop- looking it up because I might be going to Italy for reasons. Ew. Uh, but it's in Modena, and it takes like 10 hours to get there from where I Oh, it's Italy. like super north, isn't it? Like way, 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 way north. Yeah. But, you know, we, we might go to Venice, too. We might go up to like Venice and, Venice and Florence, and if we do that, we'll just take a train, man. It'll be okay. Trains are inexpensive. Oh, yeah. They do have trains up there. Like way more than really America, good trains, and they're apparently. beautiful too. Like uh, we took a train from um, from Rome to Amalfi, and it was like two hours in the Italian countryside. Yeah. You just see the fucking mountains in the background yeah. and stuff. Because so. you know me, like I'm not a foodie, but like I'm I'm willing to drop some some coin on some food if it's like good ass food. Yeah, that I'm not gonna have the opportunity to eat otherwise. And like this guy is making like works of art on a plate. You know, and it costs like three, four hundred dollars or whatever. But again, the <laughs> no third meal. best restaurant no meal is worth that, man. If that meal comes with like, I don't know, the best fucking whiskey in the world and like a couple lottery tickets and like stock and apple, maybe. But four hundred dollars for a fucking meal, dude. No, no. I mean, OK, but like if you OK, watch this first step. This, this is just an endorsement of chef's table in general. Mm-hmm. watch that first episode because like that show in general is just goddamn gorgeous like it's like fucking art mm-hmm. um it really convinced me to want to like at least try that at least once in my life because again as i always say what do i always say uh, you say many things i don't i don't know <laughs> what thing do you say this time you did you, 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 you gave me a softball but i totally struck out man i'm sorry you really struck out i always say that the sun's gonna explode one day oh yeah and until that day <laughs> I should try some of the best food I fucking can, because why not? But you're acting like the sun's going to explode, like, like next year. We don't know. <laughs> like we don't know. We know it's, like, billions of years at best. At best, you know? Yeah. Or, well, wait, at worst. <laughs> at worst. So I don't, I don't know what we're rooting for here. You know, a few hundred years ago, we knew that Earth was the center of the universe, and now look at us now i thought you were gonna do the men in black thing where he's just like 100 years ago we were sure that the earth was <laughs> imagine what we'll know tomorrow and i'm like oh shit tlj that was, lot, that was a lot more eloquent than what i just said um tlj fucking says it better than anyone can 
Yeah. What a voice. That that's... <laughs> but no, uh, that that's my saying is like, yeah. we don't know it. Maybe the sun will be like, you know what? Um, I'm going to throw a curveball at you and explode right now. And then you're going to feel real dumb for not having gone to the best restaurants you could have. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. I'm going to feel okay with that decision. I think, man. Oh, I just, right. I eat a lot of Taco Bell. So it makes me think like, you know, what? you should probably balance it out at least once a year with something good. That's true, man. Yeah. You came up, well, you had that really good steak at uncle Jack's, right? That was fun. Yeah. When, when you came up here and, and we had whiskey and, yeah, uh, and I almost shit my pants. Did you <laughs> tell me that? What? <laughs> so, okay. So like I went to, um, I went to New York city and we went to this really great steakhouse called uncle Jack's. It was like something out of like a fucking Italian mobster movie in the 1930s. Like it felt like a speakeasy, uh, it felt like a front for like an illegal operation is what it felt like. Um, Uh and I got a 24 ounce dry aged, um, tomahawk ribeye. Uh, fucking how much is 24 ounces? That's pound and a half, right? Like a pound and a half. Is that what's up? It's, it's this ounces? big. It's it's big. It's tw- mm-hmm. it's a lot of ounces. Um, it was a lot of food for anyone, especially for me. I'm not a big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I ate this whole thing. And we're in downtown Manhattan. Uh, my friends live out in Bushwick, Brooklyn. So like from the from Manhattan to there takes how long on the subways? Well, I mean, if you're going to like or from to Uncle Jack's, you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like Union Square is like 15 minutes, and then it's like 20 minutes uptown. So like 35, 40 minutes, something like that. I feel like it took longer. Oh, but did it? The re- but the reason <laughs> oh, that I felt like it took longer is because <laughs> after I ate that 24-ounce uh, ribeye, had a glass of Lagavulin whiskey, good, and good also ate really good mashed potatoes, a whole cup. Bunch of starch, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I get on the train with you, and we're walking at a snail's pace, and I'm starting to feel like, oh my god, I really got to take a shit right now, <laughs> like hardcore. And I'm not even on the subway yet, but I'm like, you know, taking in the sights, and I'm like, oh, Central Park, great. Oh, buildings, whatever. I really got to take a shit, but there's no public restrooms. I'll just hold it. I'll be fine. So then, <laughs> I get on the subway, and uh, we're sitting there, and I'm like, man, I wish I could take a shit right now. And you're like, yo, yo, this is your train. You got to get off. You got to go because you, you're take, you're going somewhere else, right? I'm going to, I'm going to Bed Stuy. You're going to Bushwick, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I got to connect and I got to get on what the L. You got to get uh, go to the Union. L yep, yeah. you got it, man. You look, you're yeah. a New Yorker, man. You're already ready for this shit. It's because you remember the details as the shit was coursing its way through. Yeah. Your when when you've really got to shit your pants, but you can't, um, you you take in every piece of information because <laughs> I was looking everywhere for just a like a fucking bathroom a bucket bro you could be a savant you could do like fucking uh astrophysicist as long as you have to take a shit you're like i get all of it (laughs) audit a course at harvard or something mit just like become a fucking math whiz i'm telling you as long as i always got to shit my pants (laughs) i'll be taking it in (laughs) so anyways like as as anyone who's ever had to shit in their life which i would hope most people can understand what that feels like Mm -hmm. uh the longer you don't do it the worse it gets okay (laughs) i mean you're saying like you know right Uh, yeah i'm just i I feel like it's such common knowledge that you would have just glossed right over it but i'm just trying to highlight that we're now 20 minutes into a 45 to 50 minute excursion (laughs) here (laughs) and i really feel like i'm about to shit my pants yeah. Like I, I keep saying that like it's no big thing, but I was that close already, and I've still got another thirty minutes. <laughs> and to you go. don't want to be that guy on the subway either. I think that's yeah. The so thing. that's the thing. I get on the L, and I'm by myself now, and I'm like really proud of myself that I found the right train. First of all, yeah. I'm like okay, that's a relief. But now I <laughs> no really actual relief. My <laughs> shit, my pants. I'm surrounded by people. It's like rush hour or whatever. Like just crammed in a fucking tin can with like thirty or forty people. It feels like. And I'm just like, I might shit my pants today, and I'm gonna always be that guy. I'm gonna always be that guy. You could never to come all back to the of city. these people, <laughs> yeah, and I might not ever see these people here. again. Every every time someone shits in in the subway, they take a picture of that person, and it's up forever. Just so uh, you know, you would have we'll been known see, forever as one of like the twelve shitters of New York even, City. <laughs> even if I went on the the Hall of Fame in their memories, it's that the would wall have been of shame. A, yeah. that, or yeah, Wall of Shame, not Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not celebrating me. Yeah, for this. He this was the greatest shitter ever. We've seen everyone shit before. Shit that was, past, but that was the greatest shit ever. Like they're telling their grandchildren. I was years there. I was there for the great subway shit of 2018. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> All right, so but you no, got 25 I, more minutes, man. Yeah, and I, and I just, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know I'm not going to be the first person to do it, and I know I'm not going to be the last, <laughs> but for all of these people, I'm going to be that guy that uh-huh. shit in his pants and made their ride a lot worse, but a lot more interesting. Anyways, I, I managed to hold it, and I fucking duck walk all the way back from, like, what what's the fucking station to uh, get to Jefferson? The first one. Morgan or Jefferson? Yeah, Morgan. Morgan. So I get Morgan. off at the Morgan Street exit, yeah. and I walk, like, the extra 10 to 15 minutes, it feels like, yeah. all the way back to my friend's apartment. They're like, oh, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, no! I just <laughs> yell at them, <laughs> and I run into the bathroom, and I take the most satisfying shit of my whole life. Uh, so the moral of the story is... Um, Chase your dreams. Um, yeah, yell be your, your best friend. self. <laughs> Take shits. I later apologize. Carve that on my tombstone, man. <laughs> and these were vegan friends, so they were not at all sympathetic to like my plight. I, I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I yelled at you. Like, I just I almost shit my pants because I ate a 24 ounce dry aged New York uh, tomahawk ribeye." And, uh, and they were like, "Well, and they, that's they, what happens." They threw fake blood on you. <laughs> and they're like, "You deserve this." <laughs> like they already had the blood. Like, yep. Because all vegans always have some they have fake blood, blood. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's part of the vegan handbook, man. It's like, yeah. you know, when you're a Boy Scout, they like, you need to always have this yeah. shit. It's How a- else are you going to convince people to do the thing you want them to do um, other than shaming them? Yeah. Uh, Inception, maybe. It's <laughs> 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 the only other idea I got. Inception. <laughs> like, you know, mm. making it a whole thing. Shitception, more like it. <laughs> so dumb. God damn it. Shitception. Inception is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, but anyways, that's the time that I almost shit my pants on the New York subway, but didn't. Well, I mean that's and, good. Uh, tune in next week on This American Life, where we'll tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> Blonde ladies. 